Welcome to Stress Test, the show where there are no cold opens. Yes. Today we are playing for the third time, unincorporated by Ethan Harvey. Thank you, Ethan. We will be sure to play your game exactly how it was written. Just as you and God intended. All right. Uh, so what happened on the last episode? Well, I, I, I think we ended it on Kelly sending a brick. Well, implied Kelly sending a brick through Wade Shimbley's uh, radio station window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that he would announce the, the, the body of Johnny Lockett and where it was at. You're giving it a lot more credit than it deserves. It is a shack. It's a shack. Okay. Hey, it has a window. That's pretty good. It does have a window. <laughs> At least we. It it's did. Like, it did it have like, a window. No, it's like it's like a, it was like it like used to be the windshield of a of like a truck. And now, it's just now, like now it has a hole in the wall where a yeah. window was. So I had an I I had an idea about how we kind of could wrap it up. Um, I'm trying to remember it. It's not a thing I came up with recently. So the idea was is that. Grant Buckingham is putting on that bake-off competition that Candace Lee and Beverly Williams, Cat's character, are participating in. And he thus had to get the prize for the Jimmy Buffett tickets, um, trip to Margaritaville. So he he paid he upped the money for that. All right. Now somehow Johnny Lockett is like on the planning commission for that competition slash festival on the football field. And either because he wanted to guarantee a trip or was going to give the tickets to Steve, I guess we'll never know. He stole the tickets and this led to a confrontation between him and Grant, at which point Grant, you know, accidentally kills Johnny Lockett by pushing him, knocking him down and Johnny Lockett hitting his head. And instead of coming clean, Grant Buckingham uh, deposits the body on the north side train tracks, which puts the tickets in the coat that Richard Cobalt stole from the pizzeria. That was Bruh. the plot. And then we were going to have Dick take the fall, uh, Richard Cobalt take the fall for it, right? I think that was like, that's kind of Grant's plan, probably. Or working plan because if Richard Cobalt takes the fall for it and goes to prison because he knows that Richard's involved with Candace and so he he thinks that's how he's going to spin it probably so if Richard takes the fall for it it's good for uh, good for Grant Buckingham because th then his property can just immediately be sold to to, to Grant uh, you know uh, for like a low amount probably whatever the bank will charge for it and instead of Richard not selling it and then Guy Bodgers is like acting as enforcer for grant maybe i don't know we didn't characterize him that way really but i guess mm. he is he could be we should do a scene where we're all in the police station being questioned or like all giving statements Ooh, Ooh an interrogation scene i don't think i'm down that far <laughs> what oh ah oh, man Oh, I, how I long for interrogation scenes. Mm -hmm. So is everyone but Kelly in this then? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kelly wouldn't be there, which means you get to play the sheriff, Adam. <laughs> oh, my God. A real interrogation scene with Adam. All right, Adam, do you want to set up the first scene? Yeah, I, I, I think the scene, the first scene should be Wade Shimley talking to the sheriff. Okay. And then we can bring in other characters depending on what wade says i think that makes sense mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay sure 
Um, and so I would say your wait, your radio shows like really late, right? Mm-hmm. Wade in the Glade, or yeah, I like occupy that. the uh, you know the pretty primo like uh, you know 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. slot. <laughs> okay, and then also the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. slot. That's also me. So it's the wee hours of the morning when you're brought into the police station, which is like a small building next to a, another small building that is the uh, oh, quote-unquote courthouse. <laughs> wait, um, no, no, no. Because all it's a small town, so all the government functions are going to be in like one the building. post office. It's literally right next to the post office. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's my job. <laughs> yeah. It's right next to where you work, yeah. Yeah, I like let myself <laughs> in with the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just go to, you go down the hall and you go to the right instead of to the left. And there you go. Yeah, You're in the exactly. police station. But yeah, I think it's the wee hours of the morning it's like 4 a.m. or something like that yeah the sun's gonna come up in a like one or two hours uh but dude normally this is my christian rock power hour for all my 4 a.m truckers what's uh what's a good name for the sheriff 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 earl earl something earl rockman earl rockman earl rockman (laughs) so sheriff rockman (laughs) Uh, he's turning over the brick in his hand. Uh, and you just say this went through your wind- window there, Wade? Yeah, Earl. Uh, I mean, I was just sitting there doing my show. Like, I mean, uh, you're a man of taste. You were probably listening. You, you were, you were listening, right? So you, you heard I was there the whole time. And then, you know, you might, it, you know, the mic might have even picked up the uh, glass shattering. Uh, and then, yeah, there was that note. I read it out aloud. And uh, then I just came right over because I figured you guys were probably going to, you know, want to talk to me. Uh, Right. Well, I mean, you're cooperating, so there's no reason for me to, like, doubt your story or anything. But uh, I was live. Yeah, we got a few people who collaborate that. I got some deputies that listen. I don't listen myself, though. Yeah, I knew I had some friends on the force. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm just gonna collect some basic info. Where's my notepad? Fuck. Give me a sec. All right. Yo, dude, if you want, I can get you some stationery from the post office, like right next door. No, no, I, I got it. I got it. Sorry, just lost it in my bag. You know how it is. Rolls around shit. All right. So, you are Mr. Wait. Goddamn pin don't fucking work. <laughs> You are Mr. Wade Shimley, yeah? Yeah, you know it. Born and raised. All right. Look over this piece of paper here. Oh, uh, all right. It's your Miranda rights. Oh, hold up. Hey, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is that this is that shit that happens on TV. That only happens when, like, the person's a criminal. I'm not a... Look, look it, it's just a formality so I can get a statement from you, all right? Mm, is that how that works? Uh, wait, hold on. I'm supposed to say I need a lawyer, right? Nope. God damn it, Wade. <laughs> Look, don't make this more complicated. You're just trying to help. I can't even say that. Fuck. I'll be I right mean... back. <laughs> he leaves the room. <laughs> Wait, can someone come in and be my like court appointed? Attorney? Yeah, who wants to be a yeah, lawyer? I'll do it. All right. Oh, that's so All right, good. I'll introduce you. What's your character's name, I guess? Well, I named yours. Someone else named mine. You want to be a man or a woman? Uh, I'm going to be a woman. Allie McBill. I know. Wait, we can't do that. 
It's McBill. McBill. <laughs> McBill. <laughs> from the from, from the McBill and Sons law law office. <laughs> My father always wanted a son. I'm the son he uh, I'm the son. Had. I'm the son. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allie McBill from McBill and Sons. I'm the son. <laughs> okay, all right. I like to spell it S U N. Oh Wink. god. Okay. Wink. Um the door opens up and uh it's 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 the sheriff again uh with with someone behind them. All right, Wade, this is your public appointed defense. Uh, Allie McBill from McBill and Sons. Uh, he just kind of waves you into the room. Oh, sweet. Uh, this is she's not like a fake lawyer, right? Because if you're actually a secret cop, you have to t you have to tell me, right? That's how it works. Mr. Shimley, I assure you I am a professional. I mean, yeah, that sounds good enough. All right. Sick. So how does this work? Now I just get to say what I would have said normally and uh, I just don't get in trouble, right? Actually, I would like for us to talk about what happened before you make an official statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah, that, that works. Are you recording us? No, no. All devices are off. Would you mind if I had a moment with my client? You can go ahead, Miss. A I mean, Mrs. McBill. Thank you. He leaves the room. All right, Mr. Shimley, what happened? So there I was. I just played one of my favorite banging Christian rock songs. You know how it is. I'm sure you've heard of Wade in the Glade. Uh, and then what is that that I hear? The shattering of glass and damn near clipping my head comes in a brick. And taped to that brick is a note uh, which I gave to the cops, which... I'm now thinking might have been, is that a bad idea? Is that a bad, anyway, whatever. On the note, it said that uh, Johnny Lockett's body was found dead by the North Side train tracks. And I read it out on air because I guess whoever either killed him or found him or whatever needed it announced. So uh, they figured they'd go to the premier 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. time slot radio show uh, in the tri-state area. And that's me. So I, I you know, I read it out because what am I going to do? Ignore it? I completely understand. So what I'm going to have to make sure that we both understand is your alibi. I mean, I was in the booth live the whole time. I got like, you know, at least dozens, maybe even 30 witnesses who can corroborate that I was doing my show. Have they officially come out with the time of death yet? <laughs> that is far beyond me to tell you. More speaking to myself, sir. Hold on one moment. <laughs> well, then why did you phrase it? Can I call the coroner? <laughs> Can I like just know that somehow? <laughs> I, I want to um, see how many new characters we can introduce. Oh, I don't. I don't want to have. I don't want to no, talk yeah. to anyone. I just want someone no, to be. I'll like, be the coroner. No, 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 no. We have too many characters. I was going to um, say I'll take the next one if you want the coroner. But go ahead. I would. I. 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 I would say that uh, it hasn't been long enough for a coroner's report yet. It's still pretty fresh. This is remember we're in the eighties. It's gonna be we're small town. It's gonna be like nine a nine a.m. before we probably get that. So yeah, they have to ship the coroner in from the next town over. Yeah, yeah, he has to wake up. He's gonna be annoyed. He'll have to leave his Waffle House All Star special half eaten. So okay, yeah. Mr. Shimley, from what I understand, they have really nothing to hold you on. Um, did you have a relationship with this Johnny Lockett? 
I mean, not really. Uh, my coworker had like a huge crush on him, which is kind of, you know, a problem because, uh, you know, he was getting married to a different person. So I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's something there. But no, I mean, mm. I didn't really interact with him much. Well, Mr. Ship- Shipley. Shimley? Shimley. Shimley. Oh, my God. Shimley. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Shimley. Um, they have nothing that they can hold you on. So if you would like to make a statement, uh, that's fine. All right. You have a solid alibi. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much already have. But I would advise you to not give up any information that doesn't pertain to this case. Okay. All right. I mean, it's going to be a little tough. You know, I like to talk. Mm-hmm. But all right, sure. <laughs> do we what? Do we like bring the bring the the big the big Earl back in or uh... Earl? Sheriff comes in after a bit. All right, Wade, you ready to talk? Yeah. What what you got for me? What are the questions? Big dog. Well, first off, just gonna double check exactly what you told me already. All mm-hmm. right. Is your uh, legal representative gonna stay in the room here with you? Uh, that's normal, right? Yeah. I nod. That's fine. All right, Mr. Shimley, you say it was around, what was it, one thirty? you say? Yeah, that pretty much. came through? All right, one thirty. Brick. Uh, you didn't see anything, hear anything other than the glass shattering and the brick falling in, right? No one outside, no nothing? Nah. Uh, I was pretty preoccupied by almost getting hit in the head with the brick, so I didn't really go to look for the culprit. Uh, just before the brick, did you see any anything? Anybody? No one come by the station, say hi? Brother, when I'm in that booth, I am so in the zone. No, I ain't see shit. All right, who was the last person you talked to before starting your uh, evening show? Uh, Probably Will Lane. Uh, the, you know, he's one of the, you know, he's a pizza guy. You ordered some pizza that night? I didn't, but uh we you know, we got a we got a plan going on. We're trying to find the uh you know the, the chumbawumba. You've heard about the chumbawumba, right? That shit's crazy. Uh, the Mr. Shim- <laughs> oh right, sorry, sorry. Uh against uh, le- legal advice here, I guess I shouldn't be talking too much about the chumbawumba. But yeah, I mean I talked to Will a little bit before my shift started. I mean I say shift, my show, you know. All right, so he'd be able to back up you being leaving for your show, or uh, oh, hell yeah. was it too far before that? Ah, uh, it was it was a little before that. Although I will say, uh, I did see his car uh, when I was heading to the booth, which is not too far from the North Side train tracks. So, All you right. fucker. <laughs> I mean, pizza delivery guy got to drive around, right? Man, no houses uh, by Mr. the train tracks. Right. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, strike that from the record, right? What my client is trying to say, actually, I'm not quite sure what my client is trying to say, but it sounds like hearsay at this moment. Look, 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 look. We're just trying to, you know, get a few suspects in. Uh, so far, Wade, yeah, you're not, you're not a suspect. I don't think you would have nice. hold on yourself in such a weird and convoluted way as... <laughs> Throwing a brick through your own window during your own show. Um, be a bit strange. All right. So, Will Lane was the last person you talked to before your show. When you when you went in to do your show, you didn't talk to anyone else after that, right? Nah. 
All right, oh. and then as soon as that brick goes through the window, you wrap up your show and you, 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 you called me, right? Yeah, I mean, you got the call. You, you. All right. I seemed a little, I probably seemed a little frazzled, right? Now, if I start looking into it and I find out you talked to somebody else during these events, told someone else something, I'm not going to find that, am I? Uh, not to my knowledge. All right. Okay. But you know what they say about an unreliable narrator. He kind of just stares at you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Mr. sorry, Shindley. that's probably a little confusing. All right, no, no, yeah, no, you're not going to find anything. I'm good. I'm clean. Right. All right. So, Do you have any further questions for my client? Uh, just a few, just a few. I'll keep this quick. All right, and he's free to go. I'm not detaining him or anything. All mm -hmm. right. So we picked up Johnny Lockett. We don't have much info on the body or not yet, but he is deceased and he was at the Northside train tracks. Otherwise, uh, I'm sure you'd imagine we would not be holding you here at all or asking you any questions. Um, oh, true. I didn't, I didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I just so, took it on faith. Yeah. So he is dead. So, uh. Oh, damn. Oh, man. Beverly's going to be crushed. Yeah. So that pertains to my next few questions. Uh. What was your relation to the victim? You oh. said Beverly. Who 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 is Beverly? Is uh, the, my, she worked my, next door. Is that her? Uh, yeah, yeah, my coworker. You know, yeah, that. All Bev. right. Um, she, uh, yeah, she had like a she had a thing for Johnny Lockett. Nothing major. I mean, just unrequited kind of you know pining from a distance. Now wasn't type, Johnny type gonna thing. get married to that Lee girl? Uh, yeah, Candace. Now that is a conflict of interest. Candace, dick fit in your mouth. Sorry, I just can't help myself. Mr. Shinley. I've never heard that joke before. <laughs> I've never heard that joke before. This is the 80s. Dear God. Boy, that is, that is look, wrong. Look, look, in about 30 years, that joke is going to kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, we're already going to question Candace, but I guess we'll head over and ask Bev a few questions as well. Wake her up. Right. Uh, outside of that, any connections to Mr. Lockett that you know of? Jeez, uh, I mean, I think he was working with, uh, what is that, Grant Buckingham? He was doing something with the with the baking contest, the like the oh, yeah, competition festival, thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, I got, hey, uh, let's see, I, uh, I got a lot of mail between, uh, you know, those two. Lots of stuff addressed to the board. I didn't read any of it, of course. That would be illegal, and I would never do such a thing. Mr. Shimley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> a fella, fella gets curious. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Look, look, I knew you since you were a little kid, all right? Yeah. I know you didn't do nothing like this. So I'm going to send you on your way. All right, but if I have any other questions, I'm going to call. I'm all right. Get down here, lickety split, all right? I mean, sure, just try not to do it between, you know, 10 a.m. and 2 a.m. because that's my show. Whenever I call. <sighs> All right, fine. Shine. All right. All right, see you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Shiv, rock with Shimley. That is like stepdad? Yeah, I, I like yeah. the idea. That's literally what? just my stepdad. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> it is a small town. Your lawyer town. who doesn't know you All that right. well has a very perplexed look on her face. <laughs> I, I left some leftovers for you in the fridge. Uh, oh, hell yeah. We got lasagna? Yeah, you want to have that late breakfast? You go ahead, Red. Go right oh, ahead. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll finish this up. Cool. All right. Well, I'll see you back if at the house. If there's nothing further, I think we will leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, sure. You're done. Cool. See you, Dad. Bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>
stupid. Just at the end of the bit revealing that they're fucking. (laughs) Damn it. That's so good. Stepdad of the fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. that's a scene, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a scene. Anyone have a new idea for a scene? I guess we could do like more investigation, but of different suspects like uh, Grant so that he can start sowing the uh, the seeds of like, oh, I bet it was Dick Cobalt for, you know, the. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'd also want to kind of nail down what uh, Dick Cobalt was doing the night of the murder too. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, he, he was he he yeah, he was trying to see Candace but he got fucking left, right? Yeah, but I was also looking at my B plot and I forgot that part of my B plot is trying to get that gun back from, from Kelly. From Kelly. Yeah, all right. Well, if I need to be the sheriff again who is I'm assuming he is his name is Earl what was it Rock Rockman? Rockman Dash Shimley. No, he's he's just married to Jennifer Jennifer Shimley, who's my my mom. Yeah, uh, or and they're common married. They're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Common law married. <laughs> oh, I see. So he's still Rockman. He's not Rockman Shimley, but yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And also, when they do get married, you know, she'll probably take his last name. Okay. But I'm keeping the Shimley. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be weird. Yeah, you're not my real dad, <laughs> but he's like been your stepdad since you're like two. Yes, <laughs> yeah. the stepdad. He's the dad who stepped up. Exactly. Exactly. When, when he was two, so yeah. the only dad you remember. But okay. Yeah. He's like, bro, you're not my real dad. Real dad. My real dad was fucking amazing journalist, news broadcaster. What's funny is the beginning of that scene makes him look like a bad cop who's trying to fuck you over with Miranda <laughs> rights or anything. Yeah. But then when you find out at the end that you're his son, effectively, it's like, oh, this was kind of casual and his son made it not <laughs> casual by law. <laughs> like, I okay, that is kind of frustrating. <laughs> also, it would be really funny if Je- uh, Wade's real dad is the, uh, the the other radio DJ that he's obsessed with. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff the, bu- the Buzz Grind. grind. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> radio DJing is, is in his blood, I guess. Yep, yep. Alright, so do you want to do a Richard scene then, Dallas? Yeah, at least I want to meet with Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Kelly doesn't go to school, right? No, Kelly goes to school. Oh, okay. Oh, what if what if you like actually like take the gun back and then when you get pulled in for questioning about what happened to Johnny Lockett, you've got like an illegal gun on you? Well, I mean, let's if we if we do a scene with Kelly, then like that can decide whether or not you get the gun back. Oh, it's true. Yeah, because this is a tabletop RPG that involves rolling dice. Yeah, I always forget about that. <laughs> We've we've done that like twice. <laughs> a, mi- a minor hangup. It's it's four a.m. So Kelly is not at school yet. If we're doing this still pretty early, but you can find him on his way to school a bit later, five a.m., six a.m. You know, that's probably when the interview's wrapping up. Yeah, I was gonna try to like roll up beside him and be like, "You need a ride to school?" Okay, all right, that's very be easy. a little creepy. Yeah, yeah a little go creepy for it. about. Go, go hey for there, it. need a ride? Alright. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling up next to Kelly on his way way to school. Hey, hey, uh, Kelly. Man- manually cranks down the window. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing the two. Like, uh, hey, you know, need need a ride, Kelly? <laughs> you buying? Uh, no. 
Nope, just offering a ride. I'm not gonna get in your car, creep, unless you're buying. Uh, 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 sure, yeah, I'm buying. Get, get in. Money first. God, <laughs> Kelly's good. You're making this. You're making this way more awkward than I than it needs to be, Kelly. Money first. Do you have old old guy Bodger's gun? What the fuck are you talking about that for? He gets really close. Do you have it? I heard you had it. Just, hey, I'm, I'll buy it from you. You buy it from me? Yeah, I'm buying. I said I'm buying. Buy it from you. Right. All right. Uh, he brings out a little notebook, flips it. All right. No, God uh, damn it. Uh, don't write my name down in that. Don't, don't do it. it you, you catch a glimpse of it. It's just symbols what with numbers knit, written next to it. He, he points yeah. at one symbol and says, uh, Will owed me 200, paid me for this. Closes it. Give me 200. Gun's yours. Two, 200 for a fucking gun? 200. Dude, that thing doesn't even work. 200 or bust. I give you a 50. And a $150 tab at the general store. Eh, all right, that's a lot of Slim Jims, right? <laughs> <laughs> He was like leaning into the the, the window talking to you. I mean, now he keeps walking. Uh, uh, Kelly, Kelly, come on! I'm coming to drive really slowly behind him. <laughs> <laughs> come on, let me give you a ride to school. Just hop in my car. Gave you the price already. Fuck. What about 150 with the 50 dollar tab? That's still a lot of slim jims. He slows down a bit. He leans back in the oh. window. 50 dollar tab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, $50 tab, $150 now, right here. Anything in the store? I mean, yeah, sure. Including liquor? God, fucking kid, come on. Including liquor? Uh, if you could get an adult to buy you that. No, I'm setting the terms here, all right? All right, but only after five when the store closes. Sure. All right, all right. We got a deal, right? We got a deal? 150 and $50 worth of liquor. Hey, you're a good businessman, kid. Yeah, you might want to open a general store of your own one day. <laughs> yeah, fat chance. Okay. He opens up the door and gets in. All right, where's the gun? Where's the money? Oh, I'm going to I'm going to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Should I bring this to a bank? I feel like that's awkward. I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just like, who carries $150 with them in the 80s, you know? Yeah, that's actually insane. All right. The next... It, it's You're parked outside of a bank. Kelly is looking incredibly annoyed <laughs> as you shuffle into the bank. Why would I have $150 on me, kid? Come on, just wait here in the car. Uh, put this, I don't know, put this jacket over your head. Don't let people see you in my car. Get the fuck off of me. Just put it on your head. Come fuck on. Fuck off. It, okay, okay. Just, I'll be right back. Yeah, we'll just glaze over the bank. He's going to come back out. Okay. Uh, here you go. $150. And he pulls out a little piece of paper that says $50 IOU and then his signature. All right. Uh, Kelly looks it over and shoves it into his pocket and then uh, takes his gym bag, opens it up, and you see a baseball bat and some other sports good, S some wrapped things and plastic baggies. And then uh, under everything, he pulls out a uh, quite sizable 1911. Wait, wait, wait. 
Do you sell oregano? I just lost my oregano dealer. Yeah, is this Mexican guy from Guatemala he used to? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he died or something. Do you sell that? I, I could start stocking it in my store. You could be my supplier. He pokes you in the forehead with the gun and then drops it in uh, your lap. Oh, okay, dang. Just trying to <laughs> spread your business far and wide, kid. You'll know opportunity when it hits you when you're older, okay? You could have been in the oregano business. He's he he gets out of the car. He's walking to school. <laughs> not a, not another word said. <laughs> All right. Scene. <laughs> Scene. Um, I'm gonna say that I've resolved part of my a plot. Oh yeah, that was because I've been paid back for what Will Lane owed me, and, and I've gotten rid of the the stolen incriminating gun. So. I would say that is part, like, effectively, even though there's a lot more going on with it, that is that is the plot resolved for me. So I get a token for that, right? Yeah, you get a token. You got two of them now, right? I got one of them. I used one already so the pizza didn't oh. fall on the floor. <laughs> All right. There is a list of things tokens can do. Oh, I thought, I mean, yeah, we just used it for the reroll or increase the, the, the result one tier or something like that, if I recall. Uh, you can spend a token to raise a dice result by one tier. Uh, to shift your reputation on the graph by one square in any direction. You could spend it to raise another player's result by one tier and sh or shift their reputation by one square. Oh, okay. If another player rolls a 10, you could give them a token to lower it down a tier. I see. I see. And if you had three, if you could gain three, you could use it to break the slate, which is give yourself like a fifth trait. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's All right. I think that's your scene. Uh, I think you get a token, too. Yeah, because you got yeah. the gun. Oh, I got the gun. Oh, fuck yeah. Hey, I'm pretty sure that means I got a token then, huh? Uh, If you completed your plot, yeah. Fuck yeah, I delivered the pizza. You delivered that pizza, you get a token. Yes. <laughs> so effective. Look at the min-maxing, the optimization. Speed ran that plot. Yeah, first scene for you, right? First yep. scene, first decision. <laughs> first thing other than speak I did, yes. Oh, man. Just like the first thing you should do before I get done speaking is head on over to deadsetmedia.bigcartel.com. Holy shit. That's right, buddy. We are relaunching the merch store. We're coming back with the Zaku Bell yes! three-color yes! paint on black. Premium Bella Canvas 3001 t-shirts. We're making them ourselves. Well, okay, we're having other people make them for us ourselves, but then we're shipping them to you ourselves. We're taking it in our own hands. Rest assured, your quality is. Fucking classic. The Zaku Bell shirt. I love that shirt. Everyone loves that shirt. Hey, now you can impress people and make friends three times faster. Go check it out today. Free shipping on any order over $100 e-dues. Fuck yes. Yes, sir. And all of you rules light lovers, I know who listen to this podcast. You need to check out Badger Plus Coyote, a game about playing as a badger and coyote. Right now on Backer Kit. Oh, wow. Fuck yeah. They're not launched yet, but they will be on September 12th, which means there's still time for you to support the project and gain access to the game. Now or else. Head on over to pandeongames.com slash backerkit, link in the description, and also tune in on the next episode of Stress Test, where Shadow and I will be stressing the fuck out of it. That's right. I'm the coyote. I'm... The Badger. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a good time. All right. I hope you guys are ready. Well, so Richard Cobalt, that means he could have the gun. Now he has leverage over Grant Buckingham to pretty much blackmail him into. No, no you, you, got, you, you got leverage over Guy Bodgers. Oh, might, yeah, Guy Bodgers. Who can put pressure on Grant. But he's Grant's like muscle man, I guess. I guess mm -hmm. effectively. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grant was using him as muscle to put put pressure on you to sell. Now you have leverage to keep him from putting pressure on you. Yeah. But not necessarily make Grant back off, though. He might yes. just pick someone else to put pressure on you. So let's do another scene where we're trying to eventually get to the Bake Off, it seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bake Off has to be the finale, right? Yeah. yeah. And then someone gets arrested, right? The Bake Off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone has to, there has to be a fight of some kind, and then, like, s someone reveals something, and then the final arrest, and then the bake-off results in the end of the movie. Yeah, right? That's how yeah, it works? Yeah, All yeah, All right. I also, side note meta thing, I fucking love the fact that Margaritaville is bolded in the same way that all of the, like, <laughs> all the, locations. All the places you can visit? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a potential place, right? As, yes, as if, as if Margaritaville is, like, a... A, an in canon like existing place that you can travel to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, very it's like Casa Bonita from South Park. It's real. Exactly. All right. Um. Well, do we want to do like? Oh, you know what could be fun is uh, scheming. Grant and Guy Bodger's scheming, and then but it has to involve a player, doesn't? At it? least Grant. No, it doesn't have to involve a player. Oh, it doesn't. It could be two secondary characters. Hmm. All right. I'm trying to think. I'm Grant Buckingham. I just heard word when I woke up in the morning that someone found Johnny Lockett's dead body. I want to try to get Richard Cobalt implicated. Because and, that would get the general store freed up for you. And also not me being guilty of the murder. Right? Yes. Yes. So Two what, birds, I, one what, stone. what could I do? I would I could contact my friend Guy Bodgers Absolutely. and ask him to go put pressure on Richard. Um, and then after that, possibly make sure that the sheriff is going to go talk to Richard. Oh, here's the here's an idea. Because Guy Bodgers hunting land is close enough to the north side train tracks. Grant could get Guy Bodgers to call the sheriff and say that he saw Richard Cobalt skulking around in the evening. Oh, shit. All right. Let's do that phone call. I mean, do we need to do the phone call? Can't we do the, the, the result? Oh, yeah. Okay. So where should Richard get arrested? Maybe he's at the post office or the pizza shop or something like that. Oh, pizza shop. Uh, returning the jacket that he found. That is Johnny Lockett's jacket that he doesn't know this Johnny oh, Lockett's jacket. That's oh, that's That has yeah. the Margaritaville tickets in it. So he's returning mm. that to the uh the uh, pizza store because he told what steven steve <laughs> steve <laughs> he told steve that he'd, he'd bring it back so he's doing that all right sounds good i want to so be the richard cop. richard's there he walks into the pizza place and what is wayne wayne wayne's working will 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 lane's working yeah i was gonna say who's steve is that me too your co-worker and no Adam i know who steve. steve the character is but oh it was me yeah oh all right sweet. i guess we, I, I guess we could do me and you a little bit, then Richard can enter. Well, Steve should also be inconsolable. Yeah, yeah, oh, that yeah, makes sense. True, he would be, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, because it's like his love. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, hey, <laughs> you ain't need to do all that. Listen, a wise man once said, "Love lost is love gone." 
Now pick it up and keep moving on. Is this isn't a breakup, Will. <laughs> Someone bashed his fucking brains in and left him on the train tracks out in the rain. Oh, shit. That where they found him? Yeah. Damn, I was out there. I didn't see him. You know? <laughs> How you know it's for real? Did you see the body? Oh, my God. No. Ah, oh, come on, man. Everyone knows. No body, no death. You're fucking shit at this, man. <laughs> I think he's going to leave the scene, go to the back, and continue crying. Damn, man. You gotta get over that shit. I'm gonna go back to folding the same pizza box over again. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Can I, can I knock on the door? I'm gonna knock on the door and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Can I talk to you again? Yeah, he opens the freezer. That's where you, I guess, that's, <laughs> I can't think of another place you'd go. Steve, you're going to be real cold in there. Come on now. All right. Now, listen. You may not see him again in this plane, but you might see him again in the next one. You believe? Sure, yeah. All right, now think about what he would want you to do right now. You think he want you crying right now? No, 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 I don't think, I don't think he want me crying. Nah, he probably wants you blowing his back out, but it ain't gonna happen. Next best thing <laughs> gonna be living a happy life. And part of happy life is fulfillment, like working. You know how I be making all them pizza boxes? He fold the same one over and over and over again, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Point being, look how fulfilled and happy I am. And I ain't even have to have sex with no dudes. Now imagine how happy you could be just being like me and having sex with dudes. Do you feel better now? I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, I, all right, well, uh, maybe. Uh, how, how about I prep the pizzas? You work the front for a bit, all right? Yeah, 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 you got it. You got it. Go ahead and dry them bitch ass tears. I mean, go ahead and, yeah, just hang out in the back. Yeah, thanks. I got it this time. I'm going to pick up the ringing phone and hang it up. <laughs> all right. Ding, ding. Oh, uh. Yeah, welcome, pizza. Hey, it's, uh. Hey, Welcome pizza. to pizza. <laughs> Welcome to pizza. <laughs> if you thought he put a lot of effort into the boxes, just wait till you see the front. <laughs> I desperately want to go to a pizza place where when you open the door, someone hits you with the "Welcome to pizza." Yeah, that? that's beautiful. That's gorgeous. I love that. Hey, uh, Steve. Steve here. I have his jacket. Hey, I'm bringing it back. He let me borrow it. I'm going to squint real hard at you and be like, who wants it now? Will, there's like 50 people in this town. It's. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm Richard. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Will's going to start scrambling and run out the back of the pizza shop. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Adam, and I walk in. Two cops. Yeah. Two cops. <laughs> two cops. What's their name? Uh, Fuck. Uh, Judd and Jay. I'll be Judd. Judd. <laughs> Wait, I wanted to be Judd. All right, I'm, I'm okay, Jay. fine. You can be Judd. I'll be All right, Jay. I'm Judd. We no, we 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 keep forgetting. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. remember what this. Name hey. and partners are too long. Hey, um, you're uh, you're Richard Cobalt, right? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, that's Richard Cobalt. He runs a general store. There's only like 50 people that live in this town. Look, I'm trying to be. All right, I'm trying to play it a little cool. All right, this is my first time having to do something like this, Jay. Ju- Boys, Judge what do you Jay? need? What do you What are you doing here? Uh, look, look, Dick, you under arrest. What? what? Wait, what the fuck? Him a di- oh wait, no, no, I, I get it, I get. It. Yeah, sorry, man, we gotta take you. That's in. my name, Judd. <laughs> Look, Judd, we, I, I mean, Jay, uh, you know what I mean. Dick, we got to take you in, bro. Just be still. I'm going to get these cuffs on you. No, don't touch, oh. don't touch me. What about, what are you, why are you taking me in? I didn't, I'm not, I'm, you got to tell me that. Oh, yeah, that's, that is true. That's true. You're actually. our chief suspects in the murder of Johnny Lockett. What the, f- what? There's like 49 other people who are probably better suspects than me. All right, look. Hey, okay, I'm going to take the jacket. You get his hands, all right? Right, all oh, right. Oh, don't, don't. Uh, Dallas, can I invoke a role from you? Yeah, sure. Because right, I, I think it'd be cool. Uh, whether or not you drop the gun. Oh, okay, yeah. I like that. I'm going to roll uh, jock. I feel like holding yeah. a gun is a jockey thing to do. Sure, yeah. I rolled an eight. Yeah, I succeed, but you get to choose a complication. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that's going to be, Adam. Um, hmm. I could find I could find the tickets or like a name tag or something that says Johnny Lockett of the jacket. Yeah, it, it says it on the on the on the back of the like the tab of the jacket, the washing tag. <laughs> Wait, hey, Jay, 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 look! Huh? And I'm gonna like hold up the tag, and it says "Property of Johnny Lockett." <laughs> uh. Well, this is no, mine. This is totally his. Ja- Arrest him harder, dude. You, 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 you feel a pain in your upper shoulder as a thumb is pushed into your your spine, and the handcuffs are kind of tightened around your hands behind your back. Oh, my bad shoulder, my bad hands. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna go to his knees instantly. It almost paralyzes him. He drops oh! to his knee. Oh, my bad knees. <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, my knees, my bad knees. Oh. All right, we're taking, we're taking you in. All right, get up, get up. He lifts you up. Oh. God damn, Jay, this guy's way heavier than I thought he would be. This is police cruelty at its finest. Look at me, look at me, Will Lane. I'm, I booked out the back oh, of the pizza shop. He's gone. I peeled off in my car as soon as possible. <laughs> but Steve, Steve is out of his head back out, and yeah. he sees, he sees Johnny's jacket. Tell him! Tell him, Steve! Tell him it's not my jacket! <laughs> that's, that's Johnny's jacket. It's crying. <laughs> what? I didn't know that! Uh, and he's like, wait, wait, wait! But I'm assuming the cops are ignoring him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, big guy, no more games. Get in the car! This is bullshit! Fuck! <laughs> yeah, keep it down! He kind of throws you in the back. Oh, I, I'm gonna let. I'm gonna say the gun falls out then. Whoa! Hey! Yo! Hey! Whoa! I guess he's not armed anymore. <laughs> oh, but You shouldn't have that. Whoa! Okay. Um, Dick was packing. All right. <laughs> this does not look good for Dick. At all. No, it's <laughs> not a good look. You are framed. He's got a dead, dead man's jacket and a gun. Seems pretty uh, open and shut to me, Judd. Jay. It's it's Jay. Damn it. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I'm Judd. I get it. I'm figuring it out. All right. He he he, he looks over the gun. His gun looks familiar for some reason. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck let's it. just get it down to the station where uh we're we're, we're pulling weeds out. Then all right. Yeah, let's see what Earl says about it. 
Earl straighten this all out. <laughs> God, I love Earl. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best real dad any cop can ask for. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up, bug. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and John are twin brothers. The actual oh, sons. Oh no! <laughs> They're the actual children of uh, of Earl Wade's uh, Earl brothers. Rockman. They're, They're, They're Judd and Jay Rockman. We're, we're, yeah, we're the, we're the only other two who listen to the show. Judd and Judd Jay Rockman. They listen to his brother brother's show. That's sweet. Uh, this is so dumb. That's what that's what Earl was talking about when he said there's some people yeah. here who listen. Got some deputies who listen to the show. Oh my god. It's us. It's Damn, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, dude. What the fuck? That's pretty good. It all comes full circle. <laughs> what the oh man. I want to talk to Ricky Whitehead. Ricky, Ricky White. Whitehead, yeah. Uh wasn't didn't didn't Elk play Ricky? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he sounded like this, I think. Yeah, yeah, he sounded like Mike Staclaza from Red Letter Media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, to- I didn't even notice, but yeah, that's absolutely what I'm doing. I don't know. I feel like I need a scene where I'm falling apart. Also, oh yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, so they just take him off to the station. I imagine, and that's the end of that scene. So, yep. yeah. where do you want your scene, Bev? I guess at my house. You, so you called so Ricky you called over him. to your house? Yeah, I thought that was like, what I did last time. Was like come over with the with the devil lettuce. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well that would have been last night. Um this would be in the morning, so Oh you, you gotta be baking the banana bread. Yeah. 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 Stayed up all night baking with no with no alibi. Ricky comes over in, in the morning. Hey Bev, did you hear? Looks like Johnny Lockett's dead. <laughs> what? Yeah, sorry to break the news to you like this, but uh yeah, it's like all anyone in town is talking about. Oh. He was too sweet for this world. Yeah. Gone. Oh my lord. Any idea who who would have done something like that? Have they talked to Candace? I mean, I know you didn't like her, but you really think she'd kill her fiance? I don't know. I don't know. But something ain't right with her. I got an idea, right, Bev? For for the purposes of this competition, imagine that she did kill him. That'll motivate you to make the best goddamn banana bread this world has ever seen. (laughs) And you'll win the competition. Speaking of which... I made my first prototype batch. Oh, oh my God. Am I going to be graced with the opportunity? Do you want to sample it with me, Ricky? Oh, I absolutely would. I feel like it would be fun to roll to see how good it is. (laughs) Okay. Well, it is a prototype batch, so we can like let the final one be. Well, no, yeah, the the final one will be a different roll, but like maybe this role could determine like you know a bonus for the final oh, role yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It also has a bunch of weed in it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So two hours later we're gonna be like, wow. <laughs> that was great banana bread. What if I roll? It's a 2D6 system. And you're rolling low, just like in Fetty Scum. Yeah, I bet you would be rolling uh so would this be more nerd or more goth? Do you think it'd be more creative or more scientific? Uh, I guess that's Bev. How do you approach making banana bread more creatively or more scientifically? 
Probably Good something old. I feel. Yeah. So our, feel that out. Was that goth? Yeah, goth. Either way, she rolled hot. Is actually higher, better. Higher, better. Higher, better. Oh, oh so six or lower. Uh, so, oh shit. Okay. You, oh, it's bad. The player who's <laughs> least involved in the scenes decides how this action made the situation worse. Oh well, that's like I, I me, say, Shadow, or Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys? I'm gonna got? say me because I'm in. My character's in jail. Yeah. True. Fair enough. Pretty much no way that this is going to physically affect you in the slightest. Yeah. All right. It tastes like weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What wow. a surprise. Wow, Bev. And it gets you high really fast. <laughs> Bev. Too much weed. I don't know about this. This could use some work. I mean, it's potent, but like... Not in the right way, you know? <laughs> I don't think this is subtle enough for the bake-off. Yeah. <laughs> no, subtlety is definitely not the strong <laughs> adjective here. But now I'm too high to even bake another one. <laughs> no, I like her baking another one while being really high makes it, like, amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Ricky, I think I need to do it again. I mean, er, I, and, and Ricky produces from his coat a bag of even more weed. <laughs> you ready? You ready to get to work? <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of hungry. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, you just eat more, of this <laughs> Let's eat more banana bread. <laughs> bread. Oh, I have this bread. Uh, well, <laughs> I also have some pimento cheese. Oh my god, I would crush that. <laughs> I would crush that cheese. <laughs> Hold up, I'm gonna go stagger over to the general store and grab some snacks. Okay. <laughs> but, but when I get back, we're gonna make the best goddamn banana bread this town has ever seen. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thirsty. Do you think you could pick me up a Coke? Yeah, I could do that. Okay. I got to get back in there, Ricky. Yeah, get back in the lab. <laughs> I'm feeling really inspired right now. All right. <laughs> Guess that's it. Yeah. Hey, when that doesn't work out because the store is closed, don't forget, you can always order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're also ditched. You're also ditched. I'm sure Steve would take the order and then I would come back once the heat has died down. You know, we can figure it out. <laughs> We can figure it out. I don't want to be interviewed while I'm high. Oh, because that's what I was going to suggest. <laughs> There's a knock at the door. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> Do it. Uh. All right. Hello, uh. Mrs. Williams. It's the uh, sheriff. Hello. Ha, ha, ha. I look in the mirror and then I'm like, uh, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done Your uh, door is open. Can I just come on in? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm uh Ricky Whitehead is like hastily stuffing the weed bag like under the couch as the cop enters <laughs> and then jumps out the window. Yeah, yeah, and then just like dives out the window and gets the four-reeler. <laughs> yeah, that <What>? sounds perfect. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're gonna win with uh banana bread that smells like that, Miss Williams, but uh Ooh. Oh, smells, hey. Smells like what? What are you talking about? As he's leaving. 
I know something wasn't right with my ingredient list. Anyway, what can I do you for, Sheriff? Uh, Ricky R- R- Whitehead, you're not going anywhere, are you? Huh? What? Just standing still. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just standing right still. Like, you can't, you can't see, see me if, if I don't I'm move. <laughs> exactly. Just, exactly. Uh, uh, just sit on, sit on down, boys. Won't take long. Uh, All right. Our, our, I'm gonna go to the couch and I'm gonna sit and kind of like position my legs in front of the like absolutely not concealed bag full of weed. <laughs> um. Hello, hello, Sheriff. Ricky, uh, sure you guys have heard the news by now, how it travels in this town? Yeah. Hey, it isn't true, Sheriff. I'm afraid it is, darling. Uh, someone bashed his head right in. Caved in like a damn pinata, almost. Insane. That prince smelling of lemongrass did not deserve that. I wonder what he smells like now. Shut well, it, Ricky! Sorry. <laughs> Now, not good would be the, the easy answer there, Ricky. Uh, so, Bev, I uh, just came by to ask you a few questions. Are going to be okay? Yeah. All right. So, where, when did you first meet Johnny? It was a summer day. Maybe something about mid-June. I was working the, the counter... At my job, at the post office, I was looking at the new limited edition stamps. They had little dogs on them. And I was getting ready to try to sell those stamps to the next customer, because I just love it when people buy fun stamps. But that Johnny, as soon as that door opened and the bell went off to let me know someone had walked in, I was greeted by the smell of lemongrass, a little bit of light lavender, and a man who had correct postage on his too big envelope. What you don't understand, Sheriff, is a lot of times people don't understand how much can actually go in an envelope with one stamp. And it turns out it's not that much. And it's the worst thing ever for me having to track down people who have incorrect postage. A lot of the times I just have a charity thing a charity book of stamps where I'll just put extra postages on people's letters that uh don't have any consideration for the mail system. But that Johnny Lockett, he had correct postage. And when he handed me his letter, he winked at me. Don't wink at her back. I thought you could just fit however much fit in there. It's all about weight, Ricky. What? I don't you weigh your stuff this. before you mail it? I thought it was based on the size of the envelope. Uh, so, all right, hey, sorry, uh, sorry, sheriff. I'm in the middle of something, if you mind. Uh, so, uh, would you consider yourself and Johnny close? <sighs> I wouldn't consider us close, but I wanted to be. <laughs> I see. All right. Uh, what can you tell me about a uh, Richard Cobalt? He uh, runs the general store. Oh, Dick? Yeah. Oh. I mean, he works at the general store. Kind of a weird man. That's about all, right. all I know about him. I mean, I, I've been going to his store for as long as I can remember, but... I always got the vibe he had kind of a shifty past. Yep. All right. He don't okay. have a lot of people writing to him, if you know what I mean. All right. Not even one pen pal. And what about... 
Candace Lee, <sighs> the uh, the bereaved. Do we have to talk about Candace? <sighs> well, unfortunately, I need what you what you know about her, how you feel about her. General statement. How I feel about Candace. Hmm. All right. Sheriff, how much time do you have on your hands? Uh, he looks at his watch. Not enough. Hmm. So, I uh, just take it you don't like her that much? All I'll say about Candace is Candace thinks that her shit don't stink. That's all I'll say about Candace. She's a pretty girl. I'll give her that. But I wouldn't say pretty is as pretty does. All right. Where were you yesterday afternoon? Around when it started raining? Around five? Uh, I was out running errands. I was getting some groceries for the bake-off. At the general store? At the general store. Dick there? Dick was there, and he was in a hurry to not be there. Dick was there and in a hurry. Huh, interesting. Okay. If that's what I remember. Or maybe he was just in a bad mood. Hard to tell with that one. Bad mood. Well, you're providing some very useful... Circumstantial evidence. Thank you for cooperating, Miss Williams. Uh, good luck in your bake-off. I think that'll be it for you, but if I call you, just come down to the station, okay? Okay. All right. Oh, and uh, Ricky? Uh, uh. Uh, you might want to put that weed there in your pocket. All right. Have a good I evening. don't know what you are talking <laughs> about. Sheriff! <laughs> All right. <Damn>. Bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> We can't. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Not no this more. time. Not this time. No more. <laughs> so let's do either one more sheriff scene and then wrap it up with the bake bake off. The bake off. All right. I think the other thing that might be nice is a like because a lot of this does come back to Grant Buckingham, but he's literally never been voiced. And I it would be him. Na- oh wait, did, I, did you I voiced him very briefly? Oh. I don't even remember that. Anyway, um, but it would be good for for there to be like maybe a scene where he's talking to Guy Bodgers about like how he's framing it and like confessing privately to his fixer, you know, that he did the crime and just for like continuity's sake. And we don't have to info dump for it at the bake scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. I was I think I was voicing Grant and I think I was like, oh, like I was like, oh, oh, I think I Bodgers was something like this. Yep. All right. Uh, he, he, he's Dude, no old person picks it up on the first ring. Hello. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. I was in guy, the back. Guy, 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 guy. I, 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 I need you to do something very important for me. Very important. Oh, oh, Grant. Yeah. What, what can I do for you? I just was tending to the dogs, feeding them the scraps. It's you not important. It's it not important. It's not important. This has to do with business. Remember, business. Our important business with the general store. Hey, oh, you don't have to tell me twice. All right. I'm aware of our Perfect. business. Perfect. Um, <laughs> then you you know the arrangement. Um, I need you to do a favor for me. The uh, the sheriff is going to be coming by, more likely than not, by your land, and is probably going to ask you if you saw anybody that evening or afternoon or the day before. I need you to say you saw Richard Coldbolt on your land. Oh, uh, 
Well, I didn't. You're aware of that. I didn't see I him. am more than aware that you have not seen Richard Coldblood on your land. All right. So oh, I... Oh, I, I get you. Yep. I, get, I get you. Like I said, this uh, has to do with business. This could make everything nice, neat, and tidy for me. Uh, Mr. Buckingham, this wouldn't have to do with uh, an old locket boy they found this morning, would it? I, I heard his face was beaten to a puddle uh, behind the old... Uh, Train tracks, north side train tracks this morning. I had nothing to do with that, and this has absolutely nothing to do with that either. It doesn't concern you. Understand that this has to do oh, okay, with oh. business, all right? Business, strictly business. If we can get Richard involved in this mess, then suddenly the bank will foreclose on the general store, and I simply buy it from the bank for pennies on the dollar, all right? It's all about the business, all right? It has nothing to do... With Johnny. Okay, okay. You don't have to tell me twice. I am your faithful and loyal servant. I, we got, how long, how many years have we been going to the same church? Like 10? Uh, 12? We, at least a decade, if not more. Um, I, uh, anyways, I have to go. I, I have to start prepping stuff for the, uh, for the festival today, as you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, I got some Satsumas in from my cousin over, uh, that town over. Uh, I was wondering if he wanted a couple. I got a, I got way too many. I'll never get a whole, I'll never eat, be able to eat them all if you want some. Uh, I, I, I am, look, just make sure you tell the sheriff that you saw. I just Richard. thought I'd throw it out there. You don't have to eat the Satsumas, Grant. Just make sure you tell that you saw, tell the sheriff that you saw Richard Cobalt, all right? All right, but they are here waiting for you if you change your mind. But you got to get them quick. These these bars, they won't last too long. Uh, <laughs> he hangs up. Oh, Grant, guy's a nice guy. <laughs> He's gonna call the sheriff. <laughs> hey, sheriff. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mister Bodgers, right? Yep, yep. There's only fifty of us. I'm one of them. <laughs> well, you know, voices over the phone and such. Yeah, I was just wondering. Uh. I got a few Satsumas I could, uh, you know, trying to offload and thought you might want some. Oh, uh, yeah, you bring up those Satsumas down to the station. I'll I'll take a few off your hand. My cousin Ricky, town over, he happened to bring them by, and I just thought that, you know, I just thought of you. Oh, uh, by the way, I, uh, weirdest thing happened uh, well, earlier last night. I just happened to see old... Uh, Old Richard Cobalt on my hunting property. He was running, running through the field. I didn't know what he was doing. Looked to be in a mighty, mighty hurry. Uh, he saw, what was it, uh, Richard, Richard Cobalt, general store oh, owner? Yeah, yeah, the owner of the general store. I I know, me and him, we go way back. We've been going to church for Judge, like the Judge. last 12, 13 years. Yeah, <laughs> go get dick. I just thought you might want to know the weirdest thing, but I got those Satsumas here. I'll bring them back uh, down the station for you a little later. Uh, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll appreciate that a lot. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guy. Oh, no, thank you. I I can never eat all of them ever since Marie's got the cancer. She doesn't like them anymore. They say cancer changes your taste buds. I don't know about all that, but it seems to be true. Yeah. All right, guy. Uh, look, I, I got to go do something pretty important. All right. All right. You take care now, and I'll bring these satsumas to you. You take care too, okay? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, that that sheriff—he sure is a character.
<laughs> oh man. Guy Bodger's like every old person I ever talked to. He is, and he's surprisingly effective at like dropping info in a casual way. Yep, yep. You gotta love an old person who just is waiting for the next opportunity to just talk about random shit that has happened to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Think there should be another investigate like sheriff scene or go straight to the bake-off? The sheriff thinks Richard did it, I think. At this point, yeah. So what we need is a scene that is someone who knows it isn't Richard. We need a scene with Candace Lee. Oh. She knows it's not Richard, and she has to go to someone to be like, you gotta do something. You gotta prove it's not Richard. Yeah. And, and then she- that person needs to be doing the, the denouement in the, the festival scene. Oh, you know what would be funny is if she's going to Grant. Oh, that would be good. Um, and then that's how Grant can know that Richard and Candace were. Because he was with me. Fucking. Yeah. And then that's like that's like all he needs to seal Richard's fate. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So Candace goes to Grant because he's rich and has money. Oh, maybe it's like at the, the football field, like while they're doing the preparations. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. They're like setting up the tables and getting everything ready for like the fundraiser. And- yeah. So then the, then the scene is you do the bake-off. After the bake-off, Candace goes to Grant Mm. to try to plead for Richard. All right? Like, you've got money, you've got sway in this town. Surely you can do something. Grant shuts her down in a way that kind of implies that not only will he not do anything, but that he's happy that Richard is in jail, effectively. So that sets up Grant as, like, being more of a villain proper. So uh, he, he, he lets it known to Candace effectively. So Candace might suspect something, too, as well. So that gives an opening there. Yeah. And then the last epilogue we do is with Candace and maybe another a character. So maybe Bev and Candace kind of. Oh, that would be fun. A Bev and Candace scene where maybe Bev is giving her her condolences, even though she doesn't want to do it that much, you know? Yeah, maybe they like and, make and up then in some capacity. Candace has just come back from the police station with Johnny's jacket. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So Grant's sitting at a table. There's an empty chair next to him. And then next, on the other side of him, there's another chair where there's like, I don't know, the sheriff's sitting because he's on the fucking panel too. Of course he is. <laughs> yep. And we have like an announcer just kind of be like. Wade. Oh, yeah. Wade. Wade's <laughs> announcing. Well, obviously. Yeah, that makes so yeah. much sense. All right, everybody, welcome back to the annual football. What is it? The football celebration? The, football. <laughs> the annual football the celebration. Football I don't know. Welcome I just... to the annual bake off at the football field. Let's go. I'm going to be introducing our two finalists here. Uh, looks like we've got a really interesting head to head matchup here as they have both chosen the same basic recipe. So it's going to be a really fun heads up competition. I will be. Uh, handing the mic off to each of our judges so that they can give their tasting notes uh, on the two takes on a traditional banana bread, one from Candace Lee and another from Beverly Williams. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 Batch, give me that mic. Oh, whoa, I have right. something to say first. I just want to say that although I am, like, totally inconsolable right now, I push through it to, like, honor my fiancé. Who is taking that bitch out from me by that bitch? God, you bitch! 
<laughs> I dedicate this to him. Grant's motioning for the uh for Wade to try to take the mic back. Like fucking get the mic from her. Yeah. Vote kind of. Uh, I'm gonna hand the mic back. Well, okay, thank you for oh, that. Bev. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hand this mic off to uh, Beverly so that she can introduce her recipe, describe it a little bit, and uh, hopefully we'll get some tasting notes from the judges. I was just trying to be real creative with this banana bread, and it, I baked it with my heart, and I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, uh, I have some more, so... <laughs> Eat on up and vote for me because I'm genuine and cool. Okay. <laughs> also, Candace won last year and she doesn't deserve it again. That's all. I mean, I mean, uh. Shut up, Batch. I'm better. All right. As I have. That's kind of brutal. Her fiance just died. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's like rude. Why do things like this have to ha I mean, uh. All right. Anyway, let's get some nice um, in the mic chewing noises, some ASMR from our first judge, Grant Buckingham. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. 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 And walk, walk, us, walk us through the experience here, Grant. Well. Uh, <laughs> Well, which of the two banana breads are you tasting, first of all? Uh, I believe this is... He looks at the plate and turns it around where the, the name is written in Sharpie. This is uh, Candace Lee's. Texture. It's definitely, definitely there. This is almost perfect texture. Uh -huh. The taste is a little bland, though, I feel. Ah, as I have. Ouch. Your tongue just sucks, Batch. The sheriff's eaten, tasting another one. Sheriff Dad, what are we thinking? <laughs> well, this one is, uh, he turns it around. It says Beverly on it. This one has, uh, something in it. I guess that's a decision. It's got a unique bouquet. He, try he tries the other one. Kind of tough, but I choose this one. Uh, he lifts it up. Dropping the remaining banana bread onto the table in front of him, holding up a plate plate that has on Sharpie written Beverly Williams. <gasps> Grant so takes a bite of Bev's. Choose it. Texture's almost identical to the other one. But there's something extra there to the taste that I feel like pushes it slightly, ever so slightly above. <laughs> I think we have a winner. Ah, folks, there you have it. A neck and neck race between these two competitors all the way through to the finish line. And it looks like just barely eking out a victory. This year's Bake Off Championship goes to Beverly Williams. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I know that this year the prize is like talk of the town because... You heard it here for, well, you heard it elsewhere, but it used to be hearsay. But here I am to announce that the prize is two tickets to Margaritaville with Jimmy uh, Bo <clears throat> Hey, oh. uh, wait, uh, sorry. Um, yes, uh, so the prize was going to be, uh, two, uh, tickets, trip to Margaritaville to see Jimmy Buffett. Um, but I am afraid that those were stolen. And, uh... <gasps> I will ensure you, you know me, you can trust me, I will ensure you that you will receive a prize of equal, if not greater value, if I cannot acquire a second set of tickets. He tries to give them the yacht. 
What? <laughs> it's in the yacht. The fucking no. shitty yacht that nobody wants. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly's gonna have a yacht that's totally gonna come up in Copperhead County. And uh, <laughs> to sweeten the deal, a 25 foot yacht. <laughs> and he gives the keys to Beverly. <laughs> what? Congratulations, you are the proud owner of the most elegant thing this side of the Mississippi. What? Where? No need to thank me. But, uh, but All Ricky right, can, and we I... ha can we have a pair, a, a, a bit of applause for Beverly? Ricky and I already made T-shirts. Ricky, Ricky <laughs> in the audience rips rips open his flannel, and it's like a really cool, it's like it's like a cool dudes at the beach tier, uh, like you know, yeah. Margaritaville T-shirt. Yeah. And he just yells, "This is bullshit." So yes, everyone's shaking hands and smiling and drinking, you know, punch, uh, eating banana bread. Um, and I guess Candace sees Grant just shaking hands and talking to, I don't know, council members on the county board or something. All right. <laughs> yes, that's that's what I said. Money makes that no issue at all. <laughs> there you are. Grant, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Candace. Um, all right. Here, excuse me for a moment. I need to talk to you, <laughs> like right this now. This isn't. This isn't about the begging competition, right? No, it's, that was stupid. Though I should have won this stupid batch. Look, I my hands were tied. Uh, no, listen, batch. This is about Johnny Lockett, okay? And Richard, because I know Richard didn't do it. The police have Richard, and I have no reason to doubt the police. But no, listen, I know for like a fact. He didn't do it. He was busy doing someone. <laughs> Oops, I mean something else. <laughs> what a catty dick. Why are you so good at this, Shadow? <laughs> I know, it's unreal. it's unreal. Candace, listen, do you trust the police in this town? Um, like implicitly, yeah. All right, well then you trust that they aren't, you know, going around arresting people at random, do you? Mm. You're not supposing that, are you? Like, no. And it would be a major upset if one was to suggest that they arrested the wrong person as their primary suspect for the only murder to occur in Privet Glade in the last 20 years. No, since the first murder ever <laughs> recorded. <laughs> yes, exactly. Since the first murder ever recorded in the United States, would you? Okay. That would be ridiculous. Okay, like, yes, but I can tell you something, which you have to, like, promise. Like, never. You can't tell anyone. Or you're a batch. <laughs> All right, Candace, I'll humor you just this once. No. Pinkies. And I'm going to put my pinky up. He puts his pinky up. And then I'm going to glare at him, cock my eyebrow, <laughs> and stick my thumb up because we do a thumb wiggle, too, when it's for realsies. I'm not doing that. You have to do it. So I know it's real. He lifts his thumb up. <laughs> okay, listen. I was having sex with him. Shh, don't tell anyone. And and you were doing that during the supposed time of the murder? Yeah, like exactly when it happened. It was weird. Uh, he, he kind of breaks the pee promise with you. And he gets a bit closer to Candace. Listen here, Candace. No one can know about that. You understand? Um, no. Because then, like, somebody innocent is going to, like, you know, 
gonna go to jail and stuff. Richard Cobalt murdered Johnny Lockett. That is the end of this, Candace. No. Richard Cobalt ended me. If you know what I'm saying. Don't make me tell you like the explicit. I understand what you're saying, but it can't be helped. Well, listen, Batch, you pinky promised, so you can't tell anyone, but listen, I'm going to go find somebody else that can help. Don't tell another soul, understand? I'm going to glare him right in his fucking eyes and say, or what, Batch? Or someone might be taking a train trip soon. I don't even like trains. Why would I go on a trip with one? He, he, he squeezes his brow. Mm. Yeah, like, well, whatever. You can go on a date with whatever you want. Okay, I'm going to go, like, talk to the cops. Uh, he looks nervous, but he lets you walk away. Uh, he's probably going to go talk to Guy Bodgers after this. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Um, so, epilogue scenes is the next thing, because I think that ends the confrontation, right? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Sounds like a re- res- resolution. Wade and Will Lane are getting ready to go try and uh, go catch the... Do do another the attempt at the Chupa Chupa Manga or whatever. Chumba Wumba. The Chumba Wumba. Yeah, we're getting we're gearing up. I'm taking hella middle parts of we've pizzas. Been hearing, dude, we've been hearing it tub thumping for like weeks. Yeah, now. it's like it's like your guys are like dead in the woods and you hear like. Oh wait, are you thumps. are are you so wait are you gearing up at the radio antenna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I got a like a box of or like a a, a bag of middle pieces of pizza that I'm <laughs> yeah, keeping in yeah, the fridge. Exactly, just a whole stack. stocking up for yeah. a week. I've got like a mini fridge in there that's now just full of like week old pizzas. Yeah. Like I got middles. the meat. I got the meat special. He's gonna love it. We're gonna get him this time, dude. I've never seen you get that many in one shift. That's crazy. Yeah, young pizza baby, dude. You're killing it. There's no way we don't get this fucking thing. Now nah, we're gonna get him this time for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go grab the rest from the fridge and let's go set the trap. Hell yeah. Hey, wait a second. I don't have my gun anymore. Oh, whatever. It's like small, I think. I've never seen it, but I'm just kind of assuming it's like little. I don't think it'll be that threatening. All right, I'm going to grab the nunchucks. I'm going to grab the nunchucks. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's way better than a gun. What are you talking about, bro? Hell yeah. Oh, my God. He's so sick with it. All right, so look, I prepped this a little bit earlier. We're like hiking through the woods now, right? Okay. Um, As soon as you head outside uh, with all your gear that you're carrying. Uh-huh. You see Kelly McIntyre about to baseball pitch another brick through your window. Oh, hey, hey, you. Hey, hey. He stops. Hey, hey. He's like, whoa, Kelly, what the hell, man? Ah, uh, shit. Oh, my God, was it you? Was it you the first time? Shut up, shut up, shut up. All right, yeah, yeah, it was me, okay? What the fuck? You could have just, like, I don't know, slid it under the door or something? The, Why'd you, you have to break just, my window? You would have just told your dad I told you, okay? Uh, okay, yeah, true. <laughs> he makes he makes a pretty fair point there, Wade. Yeah, no, you're right. Mr. R would definitely want to know about that. That's Officer yeah. R to you to you. <laughs> nah, he calls me he calls me son. <laughs> what do you mean? He said you can call me dad. I said, nah, that's weird, Mr. R. Keep it professional. Well, you know he calls everyone son, right? Shut up, he does. Anyway, anyway, Kelly, what's Kelly, what's what? on the note? What's it what is it this time? Oh, he uh, takes a rubber band off the, uh, it's an envelope this time, uh, and then like tosses you the envelope. I open the envelope and look in. Oh, it's $50. <laughs> it's for a replacement window. Aw, 
Wait, why did you tape it to a break? Were you going to break a different window? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to toss it. I was going to toss it in the same one. Well, but like, what if you missed and hit like my shit inside? Would you have to come back again later and then (laughs) throw another brick? You could just, you could have just given me 50 bucks, man. If I just gave you 50 bucks, you asked me what the 50 bucks were for. All right. Well, you know what? I do really appreciate this gesture of good faith. Uh, anyway, I, I point down into the, the base of the, the hill where there is a uh, a tub that's propped up with like a uh, like a stick. <laughs> and there's like a, there's like a, there's some weights on top of it. Look, we're trying to catch the Chumbawamba. You want to help us out? As soon as he goes to thump that tub, it's going to fall on him and we're going to have him captured. Are you just going to sit on the dry riverbed and smoke? That looks like helping to me. All right. I'm going to just like dump a pile of wet pizza <laughs> under the tub. And then I guess the three boys sit there and bake, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's, the perfect, that's the perfect way to tie up their plots. Um, Richard's just in jail. What are you in so for? Oh. A murder, I guess. I didn't do it, though. What the hell? There was a mitre? Oh, yeah. Don't talk to me, mister. I just want to go to sleep. All right. <laughs> the end of his. Now it's his. <laughs> and then we have the final scene between Candace and Bev. Candace has just got back from the police station with a jacket with the the tickets still in them. Candace is probably already supposed to be somewhat suspicious of Grant. And this is going to kind of be like, okay, that's weird. They were stolen, but here they are in Johnny's jacket. Hey. Hi. I know I don't like you, but it is a shame what happened to you, and I'm real sorry. My condolences and all. It can't be easy, and I want to put everything aside to be kind to say, I just, I'm real sorry. Thanks, Patch. I really appreciate that. That's very big of you to say. I want to say congratulations on your victory. Thanks. Did you try a piece of my banana bread? No, Batch, you didn't offer. You should try a piece of my banana bread and see what my little secret is. <laughs> Candace chows it down. <laughs> like, mm, that has a unique bouquet. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I can see why you won this one, but don't worry. I'm going to get your ass next year. You better watch it. Batch. As she turns to kind of like walk away, she drops the jacket and the tickets fall out. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. Oh, my God. What is that? Batch, use your eyes. These are two tickets to Margaritaville with Jimmy Buffett. And why on earth do you have them? I didn't. They were in the jacket. I was starting to think different about you, but now I'm not so sure. No, no, listen. Look, Batch. This is Johnny's jacket. What the fuck did he have the tackets for? I don't know. Wasn't he almost in charge of planning this whole thing? Oh, my God. Batch, he was. That dirty little slut. God rest his soul. <laughs> Not that's God. <laughs> Candace, Candace has got the two tickets in her hand, you know, but they're like stacked up one on one. She goes, white batch. And then she folds that she sticks the two tickets out. And she's like, do you want to go with me to Margaritaville with Jimmy Buffett? 
Hell yeah, I do. What Johnny would want. For John. <laughs> All right, bitch, pack your shit. Let's go. We peel off into the sunset. Hell yeah. In your Jeep. In my Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. Dead, dead, medium. Good.